This episode is brought to you by Tabletop Dominion. If the antics of the circus have given you the desire to roll some dice of your own, head to tabletopdominion.com and use the code DESIRE10. again another victory won we have killed your friend leaving you the last one you say you'll let us past oh don't make me laugh you have no choice have no choice no more llamas in my life No one's gonna take my gold away With all the little ones now dispatched We're free to take their horses Who can't around oblivious to their previous owners' courses Perhaps we can sell them and retire I'm getting too old for this in Dice and Desire Okie dokie, that's it then. We're out of combat unless you want to slaughter the horses, horse, horse slaughterers. Um, what do you want to do? Gather up the horses, I think, firstly. Um, While Sam's gathering up the horses, I'll run through the pockets of all the dead bandits. <laughs> oh, can I at least have the one that's closest to me? You, you can have that one. Yay. Um, you... oh, this is lovely. Okay, so you look amongst the uh, corpses uh, and combined, you find... <laughs> this is going to annoy you. Uh, 17 gold. Nice. Nice. Uh, 13 silver. Wait, is this across all or are we doing one at a time? Across all. Across all of them. Are we in agreement this is just all going to Dweezil in the kitty? Yeah. 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 So, I don't know why I said yeah. Fine. As if, uh, yeah, yeah, I agree. <laughs> um, 17 gold, 13 silver, and 13 copper amongst the... the, the How the many electrum? Uh, zero electrum. <laughs> Neither, no, nor, nor platinum. Um, that is that is all your coins. The the only thing, the other things you find are obviously their the, the respective weapons. They've got um, leather, uh, leather armour, I think, across them all. Uh, the, 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 uh, Larry had studded leather armour. Um, the rest of them had just standard leather armor. Are we just taking uh, all of this? I guess we can just get in the bag for Odin, surely. Yeah, we can just sell it all when we. Yeah. Yeah. So how many suits? How many? I mean, nine. Oh wait, ten. Ten. There's nine. So there'd be nine leather armor, one studded yeah. leather. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you'd also find nine scimitars. Um, as we're obviously collecting from the bodies, I'm also going to gather the bodies. To create, like, I guess, a pile on the side of the road. Nice. Um, I, don't, right. I don't think it's worth keep, keep taking scimitars, is it? Nah, not really. The pennies. You get, you know, you get coppers. Okay. coppers you do. Them. You do. Um, so you, I assume you don't want this dagger either. Uh, I'll have a yeah, dagger. Yeah, yeah. No, that's a nice dagger. Okay. Oh. Not for me. For... Hang on. As I'm putting these all this armor in the bag of holding, I notice that there's a vase in there. <laughs> um. <laughs> No. Well, you wouldn't notice that because no, you didn't no, tip it out. No, so, no, no. 
Um, so what <laughs> I will what, very roughly though. What I will say is on the scimitars, as you're searching them, when you get to um, Larry's scimitar, you notice that it looks just a little bit nicer than your normal scimitars. Um, and as you're turning it over in your hands, you probably get the impression it looks a little bit sharper, it looks a little bit more dangerous than the rest of the scimitars. It's a plus one. It's a plus one. Um, you also find on him, on Larry in particular, um, a set of dice. Oh. I think you need that, mate, with your rolls. So who wants to be what animal? I'm Bagsy and the Penguin. Oh, of course. You you also find, <laughs> yeah, so I should say, you also find a load of uh, masks, some of which some of which are a little bit blood splattered. One of them in particular is, is somewhat damaged. It's got scraping damage. Um, I think one of them would be uh, in half, wouldn't it, if you like, cut someone in half from the head down? Yeah, that as well. Yeah, yeah. some of them are actually cut in half. Um, so, yeah. And then, obviously, the horses themselves. Now, obviously, it's what you want to do with the horses, whether you actually want to... I mean, how far take... away from this town we're heading to? Like... Um, so, where you're, you're headed... So, I'm assuming that you're sort of, you, you maybe look at this as part of the, the discussion as to what you want to do with the horses. Um, you look on the map that Greg's been holding on to since Lord Bong Ripperton's house, um, and you see that Everland is probably about another two days ride away um but which is your which is your intended goal but you also see that there is a uh, there's a village uh, or a hold that is less than a day's ride away from where you are now so what we head for the village and try and flog some horses i'm keeping this one for vin <laughs> vin gets his own horse now brilliant what's it um, called uh, martin horsesey I'll, I'll ask the questions um Excuse me, and my friend here wants to keep you. What's your name? I've named him. It's, it's Martin Horsese. That's what I've called what, him. What, <laughs> what was your name before he decided to give you a new name? Who's given me a new name? I'm Gertrude. <laughs> nice to meet you, Martin. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even... Oh, you misgendered the horse. Um, oh, I'm Gertrude. Couldn't, well, even, couldn't even talk five minutes ago. Yeah. That's very true. That um, was a joke, though. How many are we, we, we all knew how this was going to end, didn't we? We all knew this would end up with this. Sorry? How many are alive? Like, of their what, horses? What? All the horses are alive. Oh, we didn't kill any horses? Nope. I mean, ten horses is a lot to take. Yeah. Are you, how, how, are you gonna, how are you going to lead them? I've got um, quite a bit of rope. I've already pre-tethered mine at the ankle, which seems a bit counterproductive. Mm. Yeah, I'm going to use some rope around the horse. Well, it's presumably it's got reins on it, surely. Yeah, I'm sure we could just create like a convoy of horses. Yeah, I'm just going to ride the horse with one hand off the side holding the reins of the other horse, like leading. Yeah, I mean, we need I've to played, hold... a, I've played to... a lot of Red Dead. We can definitely convoy horses. We need to hold two horses yeah. each. Plus yeah, that's fine. Horse. Yeah, that's fine. Maybe, yeah. maybe you could ride them circus style, one foot on each. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. right, so we're just taking yeah. one extra horse each. No, let's take like all the horses. They're worth a fortune. Yeah, we're yeah, fine. that's what I mean. One, one horse each. Oh, no, two actually. horses each. Yeah, there's ten horses, horses each, five of us. Jesus. Yeah. That's seven hundred and fifty gold. We potentially sat on. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, take two horses each, and we'll just carry on. Yeah. Um, if you want to keep one of the horses for Vin, though, because um, that potentially that's seventy-five gold. You have to put um, it in the cave. You'll have to give Sam what's a fifth of seventy-five. <laughs> fifteen, mate. 15, you'll have to give Sam fifteen gold pieces for his share of that horse. Don't you fucking start. <laughs> Christ, we don't need I'll two let, of I'll you. I let you off, mate. I'll let you off. Oh, thank you, Vin. Thanks you. So, talk, talk to the me cr- about the how... cruel tax. The cruel tax isn't doesn't apply to mates. <laughs> uh, talk to me. Talk to me about how um, you are actually. What, what's the logistics of, of taking these horses? How are you actually bringing uh, them I along? Just, I just tie. I'm just sat on my horse in the middle. I got one on my left, one on my right. They're all tied together, and we go. Is that how you're doing it, side by side? That's how I'm doing it. I'm going to do mine with a bit of rope, but they're going to be behind. So I'm going to yeah. be riding my horse just with a bit of rope, almost like leading them, yeah. like a sort of dog lead type thing. I'm going to do the same. Like cowboy style, yeah. 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 Okay. Not weird, what? triple-decker, wing, wingman <laughs> style. <laughs> Double sidecar over here. Flying V style. Right, um... Okay then, uh, Quinch. How how are you? Uh, the, the plan is seems to be that you're taking two horses with you. Oh um, God! Okay. Leave <laughs> for five seconds and. Uh... It, well, apparently the ten horses are coming with you because they, they seem to be um... right. We're saddlemen now, are we? For every yeah. for every horse you choose to not take, you owe us you owe the kitty seventy five gold. We're stable folks. So sorry. Is this two in addition to Doss? Yes. Yeah. Right. So how... fifteen. 15 yeah. horses. They're worth a lot of money. We will wait well, until okay. you got back before we gathered all their names. Um, have no. you got their names? Oh, you we're haven't got their names not, yet. We're not doing that. that would be um, cool. uh, well, it seems quite obvious. They've all got saddles, right? <laughs> right. Yes, this feels, this feels pretty obvious, pretty it's natural. Not, it's not obvious yet, but carry on. So, yeah, so I'll be riding Doss, and then one of my wings will be perched on the saddle <laughs> either side of me. Uh, much like yes. a sidecar. The, the obvious choice. Oh, yes. <laughs> Seems quite obvious. <laughs> I didn't know where it was going. It didn't disappoint. Um, okay. Was it obvious to you? No, no, it wasn't <laughs> obvious. No. Okay, so uh, can I have then a collective? Yeah. What's that? What was that? <laughs> um, is is that one was, of you haunted? That was, that was Romana's sneeze. What? Sneak attack. Um, you might want to go check yeah. she hasn't slipped in the shower yeah, or something. That's the normal. That's a pretty. That's that's probably on the quieter end. It's like when you open um, a chest in Zelda and an enemy lurches out. Yeah, um, happened in Boots the other day, and I think everyone within about fifty foot turned around. Ramada's genuinely scared of what happens if I sneeze on the plane. Right? Yeah. <laughs> don't try not to. Yeah. Don't yeah. Do. Yeah. You probably won't in like an eighteen-hour journey either, so it'd be alright. Yeah, <laughs> with the air conditioning as well, drying. Like, mm. yeah. yeah, she'll be absolutely fine. I got no worries. <laughs> yeah, she's yeah, to... so offended. <laughs> <laughs> nah, right, fine. can you leave right. that bit can in? I... Yeah, why not? Uh, right, can we have a collective animal handling check, please? Big up, here we go. I've actually got a very high animal. Twenty-one. Oh, 12. I'm, 12. I'm looking for a DC. I'm looking for a DC 15. 20. 
So that's two. So we're down to Dabov. Um, I would like to use... <laughs> <laughs> I've got nothing to amend this. If anyone's got any inspiration, use it now. <laughs> I, mean, I, I mean, you can't... Can you gift inspiration? You can, yeah. Yeah, I'll give, I'll give Tim my inspiration. Wow. Wow. Ah. If this is terrible now, I'm sorry. It's terrible. <laughs> uh, I take back that inspiration. <laughs> uh, Dabble, what did you get? Uh, I rolled 16. You're fine then. You just all... Luckily, the uh, the Krill, Quinch, Dabble method, um, it, one of which is wings on each horse guiding them. Um, Effortless. Manages to keep the, car- the the horses calm enough. Um, and you you set off on your merry way towards, um, well, towards Everland primarily. But as I say, you, you know that there's um, there's actually a place called Oliston's Hold, which is um, best part of a ride away. Um, it's uh, best part of a day, sorry. Away. Best part of a ride, I was going to say. Yeah, best part. Of, it's the best part. It's 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 Two after that. Time. It's the wor- it's the worst part. Um, it, it, this this battle that you had with um, Larry and his little ones, <laughs> which is ridiculous to say out loud. Um, yeah, that was about midday, if I recall, after you set off from Nona's Hold, and. Um, yeah, so you, you you set off now towards Olustins and uh, at first things carry on. You've got the you've got the moors to the sort of uh, to the to the north of you, and you've got the, the the high forest which is still dominating your your vision to, to to the south. But after a few hours, actually, the forest starts to sort of push back and push back, and you eventually get this um, this sort of large clearing to the sort of south southeast of you. There's nothing of interest there. There's nothing that sort of catches your eye, but it just at least gives you a bit of breathing space and doesn't feel like everything's enclosed in on you. Um, you carry on for a few more rides, and actually you're sort of heading into um, evening time as eventually you start seeing um, the walls of a keep um, or a, a, a walled um hold coming up now what do you to 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 sort of uh be metagaming here there's, there's nothing of interest to oliston's hold however obviously you've got all these horses i assume that you don't want to go through the whole role-playing thing of just going in and all that sort of stuff so we can do we can do the mechanics of the the the, the, the horse sale in the morning so, uh, to be honest, Nate, I, I want to back up a little bit. I actually, I actually take issue with something you've said. You, you said you've got all these horses as if we've got some sort of abnormal amount. We have a, just a perfectly normal, sensible amount of horses. It's, 15. It's, 50 horses. We've got, and a goat. We've got 15. <laughs> and, we've got 15. And, <laughs> right, that is... I think you also missed that um, whether or not it's true, uh, Daboff wants to keep one of the horses for Vin. Yep. So hundred percent serious on that. That is that is more than I thought we had actually. Okay. I would also yeah. keep a horse. I'm keeping both of mine. One for one for Sebastian <laughs> and one for Mosey. We do have. I've never horses. seen a goat riding a horse. That's we are the circus. That's uh, yeah. Okay. Does so MJ want to keep both of his for his wings unless they get tired? <laughs> no. They've, oh, you know like when one of those big planes has like jets under each wing? You can have a horse just flying through the sky. It's going to be amazing. Um, 
Cringe feels like he's getting carpet tunnel. Carpal tunnel. <laughs> carpet <laughs> tunnel. <laughs> Christ. Don't worry. We're all fucked up. I don't want to know about the sex games that you and your wife play. Um, <laughs> he's not allowed in DFS. <laughs> <laughs> Roll for abrasive damage. <laughs> Right, so are you are you intending on doing anything here other than selling the horses, no, I mean, resting, getting, a, getting a comfortable night's sleep, and move? Right, okay. So, so we'll go. Let's 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 quickly deal with the mechanics here. Right. So first and foremost, you turn up. Um, I'll give you just a flavour of what the what what the place looks like. Yeah, we at least need to get the name of the stable that we're selling to, just in case there's some animal welfare issues later on. Yeah, you're right. Okay. We should double double check just to make sure. Uh, okay, so this is Olustin's hold. Um, as you as you approach, obviously, first of all, there's some guards at the, at the front gate. They give you quite the bewildering eye as you turn up with what can only be <laughs> what can only be described as an army of horses. Um, however, at the gate, I presume that you explain that you know you've come across these and you're looking to sell them. Perhaps you even you know what, what excuses would you give to a, to, to uh, a guard? We was. We uh, we got a letter that our grandmother died, and she left us these horses, um, and we just want to find out what they're worth. <laughs> when do you say oh. our grandmother? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm gonna say our excuse, a more feasible excuse. It's gonna be like, well, we're heroes, you see, and we helped uh, this young farmer out, and uh, he had no money to repay us for our services, so. He gave us these horses as payment for saving his life and the life of his family. And, and that farmer was our was our grandmother. <laughs> <laughs> um, the the guards on the gate give you quite the the, the the bemused look because even with that, whether or not that's true, that's still a farmer that says he's got no money, but he's still able to give you ten horses, which are you know quite a pricey thing. Um, but ultimately, they they accept. You know, I don't have any money. Here's three quarters of a million pounds. <laughs> um, it's all tied up in in the stable. Um, the, the the guards, yeah, they give you a bit of a weird look and sort of, but they they seem to believe you and let you into the in, into the place. Um, and they tell you that you'll you, you'd be best to to speak to a, a name called. Gary, um, <laughs> who deals with <laughs> Larry's brother, <laughs> Gary the Gama, um, who, yeah, he, he'll he'll deal with that. Uh, he deals with that side of life, uh, and uh, yeah, so you you they, they give you the directions of the stables for all this, and you head there and you speak to Gary, and uh, he offers you. Now it's worth noting that by the book. They're worth seventy-five gold pieces each, but that's obviously the buying price um, that you would be expected to pay. He's not going to buy them at seventy-five if he's only going to be able to sell them at seventy-five. So he he actually only offers you fifty gold pieces per horse. So it's still five hundred gold pieces for um, the lot. We have learned that I am not good at negotiating, so somebody else may need to you know take the reins. I feel like that's on a this reasonable. One. I think it's yeah, a. Oh, I think that's a fair price. That's a fair price. Yeah, I'm not going to hang on um, that. A, cr- a crow's fuming that nobody's yeah. tried to. <laughs> um, uh, can I try he does haggle a bit. It's it's worth noting you do actually hide um, Larry's horse round the back so that he can't see the the severe damage that Krill did to it. Um, All you said was that I threw an axe and gave it a second arsehole. <laughs> <laughs> Twice as much manure if you think about it. So we do. We only want to sell nine of these, correct? 
Yeah, so yeah. I would like to keep it's, mine. It's four hundred and fifty. Right. Um, we'll happily accept four hundred and fifty. Uh, we would take it in gold if you hadn't. Do you have any gemstones? We'd be happy to take the value of the horses in gemstones if you had any. Uh, Gary does not have any gemstones. Oh, no, it's just shit. just plain just plain gold. Plain okay. gold. Um, are we all happy with with four? I think it's that. That's, I think it's a fair price. That's a, it's a decent day's work, lads. I reckon we could haggle it up a little bit, surely. Say 500 for nine of them, extra 50. You know what I'm asking, is there? Yeah, may as well. I'll I'll do it if you want. I've got quite a good persuasion. Go on then. Go on Um, then. Um, Hang on. While you're doing that, are there any knocks? Are there any locked doors or anything knocking around? (laughs) (laughs) Any locked doors? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you you do see another door in in the in the stable. You see another door yeah. on the you know to the back of I'll, it. I'll pick the lock while Luke does the negotiations. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, he has um, been teaching you. He has been teaching yeah, you to. I'm, uh, I'm going to look at see you doing it out of the corner of my eye and be slightly proud while also trying to right. haggle. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm just going to say like these are good horses. They they served their previous master that was our grandmother really well. <laughs> um, they're not you know just soft horses they don't, they don't spook easily apparently none of them ran off from our grandmother um have they ever heard romana sneeze <laughs> <laughs> um uh, i i yeah. i you know uh he, he's gonna counterpoint with uh I, I i understand that but uh equally you're turning up in the middle of the night to claim to be uh horse traders without any paperwork to suggest you are such uh, I've still got to make a profit on these at twenty-five gold pieces each currently, so I do. I'm, I'm happy to walk away from the deal. I'm, I, you know, and you can see a few horses in his stable already. He's like, I, I'm, I'm happy to, you know, if, if you if if you you don't think that's a fair price, then all sorry. right, then four fifty plus fifty delivery since we bought them to you. <laughs> I think the answer is four fifty plus that, so an extra twenty percent on top. Brings it to a grand total uh, of four eighty. Please, I will, I will give you an extra ten gold pieces if we end this deal right here, right now. <laughs> he wants to go bed. Sold. Yeah, it's it's fair. Uh, it's four sixty. Sold. Okay. Um. Yeah. He. Uh... How's that lot coming along, shit? Good. Oh. Good. Yeah. Give me give, give me a sleight of hand on it. At, at disadvantage because you're not yet um fully trained by Damov. Quinch starts taking the saddles off of the horses and leading them into the stables. 18. <laughs> oh, um, you well. Yeah, you hear a little you hear a little click and uh, the door opens. Inside, uh, well actually outside you see the 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 Olsten's hole it's just a door on the it's just a door leading to the outside <laughs> of the barn. <laughs> you found the outdoors. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay. Um, do so I take any, intent... do I take like two cold damage or anything? No, oh, nothing. That's cool. No, that's fine. Uh, he didn't teach you that part there. I think that's in the master's uh, part of it. Um, okay. So uh, yeah, so you're just willing to see the night through, yeah, and just get on your merry way in the morning. Is that yeah. is that the plan? Yep. Okay. Um, Dwe- Dweezil, do you want to pop these nine saddles in the bag of holding? I'm assuming we sold the, the all of the saddles and the, the tack with the horses, did we not? No, we kept everything. Saddles, shoes. <laughs> we just Now we've just got 15 saddles. <laughs> the deal. And 30 horse... No, not 30 horseshoes. 60 horseshoes. <laughs> yeah, um, they have four feet each. I, I know that we are just doing a quick rest. It's a long rest, isn't it? 
Does that yeah. heal the horses? Because Kevin is absolutely fucked. Okay, oh. but I need. To, but, I, but obviously, I know when we do our downtime stuff. Are we able to do that? Uh, yeah. Okay. If you're if you're willing to if you're looking to do what we discussed, then I haven't got anything for that just yet. No, that's fine. I'm just going to declare that I intend to do it. Um, <laughs> okay. So, I declare. So basically, <laughs> we've had horse, this many horses, and we turned into Southern Bells. Brilliant. It's um, what's his name? Shoehorn Leghorn, is it? Shoehorn Leghorn. Shoehorn Leghorn. What's his name? Foghorn Leghorn. Foghorn Leghorn. I don't know. Shoehorn. you got to draw that now. you got to draw a shoe on with a beat. <laughs> it's weird. I knew it and I just, <laughs> just got it so wrong. Um, yeah, I should have just left you talking about the Southern Bells. Um, oh, what was I saying? So I've got my dread. I, um, a while back, I picked up a dread helm, which is the one that makes my eyes go red. But it's a bit naff. And last time we played, I picked up the the bear skin. So I'm going to start working on trying to fuse them together. But obviously, the first thing I want to do is just sort of tidy up the bear skin a little bit, cut away the crap to see what I'm left with. So that's what I'm going to start doing in my downtime is tidying okay. that up. Sort of fused. Okay. He sort of fused. I'm assuming, Dweezil, Dweezil, have you? Shit. Yeah, Dweezil, have you got a comb? You don't know what kind of guy's got a comb. Yeah. Can I borrow it? Um. <laughs> um. <laughs> no. Can I borrow it if I haven't made it at all obvious what I'm going to do with it? Um. <laughs> I do declare. <laughs> I, I do declare. You got no hair. <laughs> It's for, I need to tidy up my mohawk. It got a bit damaged in the battle. Yeah. Sweet. Okay. And with that, I, I disappear with it. Okay. Uh, I just want to cover something. Did you guys take the... the, the... I've, got, I've taken Larry's scimitar, yeah. Just I'm Larry's breaking. scimitar. All right, I'll come to that in a second. So, right, so we've sort of jumped a couple of steps. I don't want, I don't want to roleplay too much. Well, a little bit, actually, in a second, but... The idea, my understanding is that from for the rest of the night, you're literally just going off to chill out in the in get a room and do all that, right? So the admin, the room is going to be um, depending on what size room you want between five and eight silver pieces each per night. So we can do the maths on, on that. There's enough rooms to house all five of you, but it's whether you want to do all five or, or whether you want to do smaller rooms. So yeah. Yeah, well, we'll should we just have a room each. Yeah, a room each. Yeah. Okay, so so that's so that's five. So that's twenty five gold uh, silver pieces. Two. Yeah. Okay. Um, you can knock that out of the kitty. Okay. Um, you you you're holed up in um the the one and only inn in Olliston's hold, which is called the Flaming Flagon. Sorry, the Flying Flagon. Um, uh, named after the fact that there is this magical flagon. That floats in the middle of the uh, of the inn, which releases light out into the rest of the into the rest of the tavern. Come on with that, uh, <laughs> if, you, if you really must. Um, you settle down for the evening. You maybe have some food and drink before you, you go off to bed. The evening passes fairly fairly uneventful, except for except for one thing, one conversation that that that, that happens. Um, as you're sitting there talking away, um, can you all roll me a perception? 16. 25. 1. 
Uh, also one. So three overall. <laughs> Double. Mine is one overall. Uh, 23. 23. Oh, so close. Um, you're you're t- milliseconds away from noticing it first. Dweezil's first, though. Um, he notices this sort of young elven girl, um, sort of quite mousy and, and plain looking. And um, Quinch didn't notice this. Fucking hell. Um, she's she's heading sort of over towards your table and then sort of like gets halfway to it and then she sort of stops and she sort of turns away and then she sort of starts walking away and then she she sort of she sort of stops again and then she's like you sort of see her take a big deep breath and she sort of heads on back over to the table and she says uh, um this is really rather difficult I didn't expect to um is it really you? I'm 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 really quite excited. Them is it is it you? I, I can't believe it's you. Who, who is, you probably you, you probably us? get this all the you probably get this all the time. But would you would you be would you be willing to sign something for me? Who's she talking to? She's sort of talking to nobody at the moment. She's sort of just very. You can see that she's quite nervous. You can see that she's quite distracted or not distracted, but she, she's she's yeah. She she just like may, may I shaking someone. May I ask where you know us from? Uh, you, I, 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 well, I, I, of course, I would recognise the greatest barbarian of our age. As, as you should. Um, do, is it just me, or do you know them too? <laughs> Sam is literally flirting. He's he's doing all flirty body language. Do you, do you know these guys, or is or is it just me that you're familiar Sam, with? Sam, where the fuck did you get that cheese board from? <laughs> <laughs> you just got that ready to go. <laughs> um, she looks at you and sort of furrows her brow. Sorry, who who are you? Sorry, I, I'm, I'm, I'm you. Are, and she turns. You are Quinch Felborn. Ah, oh, <laughs> fuck. Uh, oh, baited properly uh, into uh, that one. Hello. <laughs> oh my god, he's looking at me. Um, Quill just sort of sidesteps out of the way where he's awkwardly been stood or sat directly. In, yeah, he's fuming. fuming. Quinch's wings slowly start unfurling. Oh, the the they're, they're bigger than they're, they're bigger than I than I thought they would be. <laughs> he's only had about a week. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be surprised how often I hear that. Um, Crow just taps into his cheese board, sobs a little. <laughs> my, my name's Millicent, and I just have to say I am your biggest fan. I've heard so much about you. My God, I cannot believe that this moment is happening. I'm here, and I'm stood in front of Quinch Felborn. My friends are not going to believe this. Oh, my goodness. Would you mind signing something for me? They, they just won't believe it if I don't tell them. Yeah, of course, Millicent. I'd be happy to sign something, but I have to wonder. I don't think I've I've led too much of a fame-driving life. How did you hear of my exploits? So, so humble. This is... Oh, my goodness. The, the, the songs that they sing about you, the, the, they don't talk of your humility. I mean, you are... You are you know, you're the man who who killed the three Bacta brothers. Yes, you you, you are. I haven't really told these guys about that, but yes. I mean, you did steal the Caratosh boat. Yes. 
Ah, uh, the Caratosh boat. I thought that was under wraps, that whole debacle. Oh, well, there are there are literally hundreds of bards that are singing about this. This very moment, I don't doubt. Um, I mean, you destroyed the city of Glagol. Yes, Glagol. That was regrettable, to be honest. They had a very fine vineyard at the rear. <laughs> and I and and I I don't this it's a bit crude to talk about this but I mean they they also talk about when you and she 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 leans in and whispers in your ear seduced lady valaise oh, lady valaise her fourth arm was the one that really did it for me good god <laughs> and you really I, if I had time I really don't but if I had time I'd love to find out how you brought peace to the fourth trident Ah, the fourth trident. I'd be happy to tell you all four of its spires. Are you free tonight? Oh, um, <laughs> she sort of she sort of nervously giggles, and you see she blushes. Oh, I, I don't know. I, I, that's that's naughty. No, I sh- I shouldn't. I I really have to. I might. And at, at this moment, you see like a group of um, young girls are sort of walking out of the the inn. She's like, oh, oh they're actually hang on. young girls. <laughs> Le- legally aged younger younger Phew, females. game on <laughs> you see a group of them and, and at this moment she sort of turns she goes oh my friends are actually leaving i mean this this is we were just about to go anyway and this is just it's just serendipity that you were here at the same time i can't believe this um and she sort of goes i don't i obviously i didn't expect to see you in this place of all places why are you in Olustin's hold why are you in the the, the flying flagon I just didn't expect it. I, I have nothing on me to sign. Is there anything that you... I mean, you could sign, my, I guess, my clothes. And she's wearing like this... She's wearing this, like, drab sort of... Uh, not drab, sort of like plain-looking, like, um, travelling clothes. There's nothing particularly interesting. It's all brown. Give her brown, the potato. Brown travelling clothes. No, Give her no, the signed I, potato. I, I couldn't possibly... No, she's definitely not getting the potato. I couldn't, possi- I couldn't possibly ask you to ruin your clothes for this. Hang, hang on a second. So I reach into my backpack and pull out the a book that I've got, uh, the, the Dogs of Love, uh, written by Trent Cars. Mm-mm. Um, <laughs> I just... I, th- I thumb for it for a bit. This, this, yeah, it's a good chapter. No, I don't want to touch that. And I find a, a, a you fairly blank page. You've got parchment if you wanted. <laughs> nah, she'll like this more. I find a page that's got a few acknowledgements on, but a mostly blank page. I rip that out. Oh, I'll, I'll <laughs> I thought you was giving her the whole book. <laughs> oh, God, no, no, no. There's some good reading to get out of this. Uh, so he, he scribbles his uh, signature on there and... Uh, passes off to her. Uh, it's been a pleasure meeting you. I hadn't realised that uh, my escapades had uh, travelled as far as clearly they have, but I'm humbled by your uh, by your your, your um, desire to meet me. Um, yes, yeah, so I'd just like to thank you for your time. Oh no, I'd like to thank you for being just such a humble and, 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 and you know friend, friendly they don't they know talk about how friendly you are and and she leans in and she gives you like the lightest of pecks on the cheek and then she just whispers into her into your ears saying you've made my life thank you i will never forget this evening and she and she sort of like walks off and uh you see her head off into the night a tear falls falls out of quincher's eye krill, krill finishes his cheese board well, that was fucking weird <laughs> Indeed. Could you tell us, please, about the four spires? 
Um, sorry, Nate. What was the fourth? The, the, I didn't. <laughs> I took a note of almost everything, but I didn't quite. Uh, you brought peace to the fourth trident. trident. Four, right. Yeah, and then you said, the... oh, "I will tell you about the fourth bias." <laughs> fourth trident. Yeah, correct. Um, so the fourth, the fourth trident. It was a small um, burial ground in the upper moors of es- Escafel. Um, and uh, I have cousins in Escafel. <laughs> what's what's your favourite part? <laughs> well, it's quite small, isn't it? <laughs> Certainly not the fourth trident. Uh, the fourth trident was a, a, a burial ground that became overrun by the undead. Uh, the undead enslaved the townsfolk, uh, and I liberated them, uh, culminating in in a battle with the four bosses of the each of the um, each of the spires there, and it was a me- messy business that business that had to be done. And and this all happened before you were level one. I don't know what you mean by such numbers, but it happened a long time ago, yes. Um, can I roll insight on Quinch? Like On Quinch? Yeah. Oh, please do. Oh, I'd love for someone to call him out on his bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> um, th- no, three. Okay. Um, right. Uh, so, yeah, that happens. You. That's the only sort of real interest that you, or any sort of out of the ordinary behaviour that happens here, you you have a few drinks, uh, get yourself off to bed. What? Any, you're right, Stuart. Yeah, what's wrong? I'm concerned that I'm I'm, I'm I'm concerned that somehow you've just dropped the ball there. I don't think you should have given that girl a piece of paper with your writing on it. I don't. Did you see the signature that I gave her? What did you, yeah? What did you write? It was just a cue that looked a little bit like a breast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm like Dweezil's just trying to wrap uppercase or lowercase. Oh, fuck! <laughs> God, imagine a lower, lower, lowercase cue that looked like a tit hanging on there like a bit of string. Greg, Greg, Greg Amel, are you aware of any magics or? The other things that that are facilitated by having a a piece of someone's writing or, or someone's name or signature. Well, I'd have to consult the books and uh, see what I can find, but I can't recall anything off the top of my head. Where I'm come from, we have a name for this deep dark magic. It's called crazy girlfriend shit. <laughs> If it, if it is of any constellation or consolation. Constellation. <laughs> it's in the stars. If it is of any consolation, I memorised the acknowledgements. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Weird, man. That was weird. Yeah, I said that too. I said it was really weird. Like I, I must say I'm surprised that she knew about some of that stuff, especially Lady Valais. She wanted to keep that quite hush hush from, uh, from what I sort of uh, gathered from the situation or how it ended. But uh, as far as I know, there are, there are likely only two bards in the whole of Faerun who sing songs about Quinch. One of them's me, and the other is probably Catamonda Piggins when she's singing songs about me and she mentions Quinch just as an incidental <laughs> character. <laughs> 
Um, categorically, there are not hundreds of bards singing songs about Quinch. I agree. I mean, they'd definitely be singing it about me before they were singing it about Big Blue over there. She did say hundreds of bards, I imagine, as in it was more sort of like, it wasn't literally hundreds of bards. She was more sort of like... But then I feel like she'd have recognised Dweezel as well. No, I mean, Dweezel, none of none of those exploits were that if they if they were true they were pre i mean not let's let's make this Preasel. clear when all of these preasel all the times when quinch says do you remember the time in what's it where this thing happened Dweezel doesn't remember any of those things either this like um i mean Dweezel was probably high back then um were you what, what, what you were were you uh, my, Quinch, my sobriety Quinch, coincides with. Yeah. Um, He's, he Quinch. saved you yeah. by virtue. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh. Yeah. Something. I, I think that essentially what we've just done there is completely derail the entire camp- campaign just so that um, Nate and Michael could have a weird little flirty conversation again. <laughs> <laughs> we shall see. Right. Um, yeah, is it as you head up to uh, head up to bed? Obviously, that the the interaction that Sam and Stuart talked about earlier about the uh, the, the helm and everything that that happened. Um, anyone else got anything else they need to be doing? I don't think we've had a a, a twizzle with the box, the many coloured box. Yeah, I'll, I'll give that a go, hundred percent. Okay, slightly, please. Slightly twelve. Twelve. Oh, that's interesting. Oh, you say it every time, but usually nothing happens. Well, it's usually interesting. Ooh, okay. Interesting. Uh, yeah, okay. That's... Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm so convinced this box is just a red herring that it's just... We're going to finish up the campaign and it's just going to be like, yeah. oh, yeah. Nah, Unresolved. Just, yeah. Yeah, add a copper piece in it. You just That's never roll fine. 11 twice in a row, I think. Um, anything with... Anything with Finn? Yes, I'd like to train him to retrieve to money again. Yeah, that's the next thing, apparently. Um, yeah, I'd like to train him, which I believe is the 10th time. As you're training Vin, you you just note, like, almost as you start to train him, or starting to do the... Go through, he, he almost reacts before you've even tried to ask him to do something or try to interact with him to do it. He's literally on somewhat of an autopilot. Um, and you're now fairly convinced that young Vin Weasel is fully trained in the arts of uh, artifact gathering. Wow. Now, what that means mechanically is that if a, um, if a creature dies within uh, a certain range, I can't remember what it was, uh, if it dies within a certain range of Vin slash you, uh, he will automatically, as a reaction, nip out to that creature and root around to try and find something on their body to bring back to you. Amazing. Wow. Uh, that will be sort of a bonus action. That will be a randomly rolled item. So it could be it could be cash. It could be an item. It could be nothing, theoretically. Depends what the role is. Um, so, yeah, that is a bonus little thing. It's, n- it's not unlikely to be anything spectacular. You're not suddenly going to get a... Plus three bazooka. Or a second um, goat. Can I get a goat? 
<laughs> you might get a goat. Who knows? You might get a. Maybe he comes back with a, a, a weasel family. Um, <laughs> he comes back pregnant. What a twist! <laughs> um, but yes. So uh, yeah, something something will something will happen uh, yeah, within. I can't... Female version of Vin would be Vivian. Viv. Yeah, Viv Weasel. Uh, let me let me see. I don't think I did. I note down the distance. No, I didn't note down the distance. Um, I don't know whether to. It, it'll either be it'll either be five foot, so it'll be like literally if it happens right in front of you, or it'll be within his traveling his traveling distance. I think didn't well, we discuss like half his traveling distance? Yeah, because so you can get, get there and back, back as well. But yeah, I think, yeah. yeah, like 10 or something, but we'll yeah. figure it out, okay. whatever you decide. Yeah. So that's that. Um, anything else anybody else wants to do? No, no I'm good. Comb so. in my crusty bear skin with Dweezil's comb, to be <laughs> fair. <laughs> Can't wait for you to give, him, give it back to him. Mm. Uh, you sleep the night on through and uh, wake up the next morning. And uh, yeah, after a good night's sleep, uh, you head back out onto the road. Very much quids in. Um, you've you've turned up with you've turned up with ten horses uh, with fifteen horses. You're leaving with six six horses. How's Vin riding the horse? Then talk to me. Talk to me. Talk me through this insane choice. <laughs> I'm leading the horse, and Vince is at uh, Vince. Fucking hell! It's only been <laughs> at, like 150 odd episodes, Please. and I still don't know his fucking name. Uh, Vin is just kind of on top. He's not really riding it. (laughs) (laughs) Not really riding either. So just, yeah. Yeah, just kind of just phoning it in, really. The passion's long gone. It's routine now. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Just going through the motions. Like, yeah. Just bored as fuck. (laughs) Comes out there with an artifact. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, (laughs) Right. <laughs> no, nope, we broken Stuart. Yeah. <laughs> How could you say that and not realise? <laughs> <laughs> right. How can I say this? Not filthy. Um, He's riding side saddle. <laughs> riding bareback. <sighs> uh, he is. Merely <laughs> perched upon the horse. <laughs> yeah, He's riding same. the pony. <laughs> riding the stallion. There uh, you go. Um, oh. Yeah, because I'm going to offer up the horse. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> Grow up. <laughs> you, you edited an episode fairly recently where this exact thing happened to me, so you know exactly yeah. how I feel about this. Right. The childish behaviour that's going on here. Yeah, oh, I have so much sympathy for you, Nate. Just, yeah. just in general. Um, <laughs> would anyone like to store anything on the horse? <laughs> it's not, that one's not even funny. Yeah, I don't get this. Like, we now oh, have... Right. A horse to hold all our shit until we can get a wagon. Until we can get the a Trolls horse, Royce. A horse of holding. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine it like the mule from Buckaroo. <laughs> what was this horse it called? Needs... It does need a name. We can't just call it the uh, horse. Martin Horsese. That's his name. Quattro? Quattro, no. like an Audi. Well, well she, she's, she's, if it's the one that was tied up, she's Gertrude. Although Davoff calls her Martin Horsese. 
Well, I didn't hear her say Gertrude. No, you didn't. No, and it's up to Krill whether he tells you. But basically, this is stuff a horse to store all our unneeded shit on, and Vin just happens to ride atop this horse in a completely (laughs) non-sexual fashion. He has never looked so bored. (laughs) (laughs) And the horse understands that. (laughs) It's a mutual understanding they have. It's a completely loveless relationship. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Right. Lovely. Um, Okay. That was, that derailed, derailed everything. Okay, so you you set off into the into the morning. No, <laughs> into, <laughs> into the into the morning uh, with uh, dew still clinging to the grass. Um, you already you already knew this on on your um, journey to Olliston's Hold, but you knew that uh, Evelyn was, you know, about another day or so's ride away um, to the north. Um, as you start travelling. The high forest um, starts to encroach back on in on you um, and starts to dominate the area to the right of you. Um, but the moors basically give way. They sort of stop or they they sort of they start becoming more populated by by trees. Um, and suddenly you start seeing this uh, to the sort of to the north of you. Uh, well, actually, as, as, as the road starts turning towards the north, it's, it's now more to the uh, to the west of you um you start seeing this less impressive like woodland to the right huge great big domineering dominating trees to the left of you such very much smaller and you can actually see lots of patches where loggers have come and they've literally chopped down trees on this area but nothing anywhere near that on the on the right and you start maybe questioning why aren't loggers attacking this side of the road um you carry on though. There's nothing there that particularly interests you. It's just a, a conversation you perhaps have while you're riding, and um, you carry on riding for a little bit. And, and, and soon though, the, the 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 two forests essentially sort of give way, and you're out on the open road. And it's the first time that you felt this for quite a few days now. That actually there's there's almost nothing to to the, the, the either side of you, and you almost feel like you take a collective breath out. You start seeing some so signs on the road towards Everland, pointing that now north, and you carry on travelling for a few hours. Eventually, though, you start um, seeing off in the distance um, these these huge mountains, and you, and you see this 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 hold uh, this this walled town city um, approaching you as you as you carry on travelling. As you get closer and closer. Um, you realise and you start seeing the road signs that are sort of starting to, the, the, the distance to, to Everland is starting to get smaller and smaller on these road signs. And eventually you realise that this is, this is your, your eventual destination. Um, eventually you get close enough that you can see the, the actual walls in great detail and you can see the gates that, you know, your, your expected um, entry point to Everland. You start seeing some guard towers dotted around this wall. You start to see a few buildings just peeking out above the top of the wall. A few towers as well. Um, in fact, you see one particular tower which sort of just feels like it's this big beam out into the sky. And um, but But all of this is very much framed with these dark, dangerous, craggy-looking mountains behind them very much an area that you can already sense is not a place that you want to be going. It looks like a place that, that just is not forgiving or welcoming. And in fact, one of you 
someone just looking a little bit more detail actually sees off into the distance. You start seeing these large winged beasts flying around the mountain. You can't really see how many there are, but just every now and again, one just sort of appears way off into the distance. Like you can't make out any detail whatsoever, other than you can tell that it's some sort of flying beast. Um, but it looks big and it looks deadly, and it's certainly not something you'd want to you'd want to um, deal with. You start approaching Everland. Thanks for listening. Make sure you don't miss out on the circus's next crazy antics by hitting subscribe on your podcast app of choice. And in between episodes, you can always find us on social media by searching Dyson Desire on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. We're in our third year now, and if you want to help us grow, you can do so in a number of ways. You can tell a friend, because word of mouth really helps us get our name out there, or you can review us on Apple or Podchaser to help with our visibility. Finally, you can donate to our Ko-fi page to help us take the show to the next level. All links can be found in this episode's description. And never forget, sometimes it is a dog licking a tree, yes? After the loss of his father, Colin will start over at a new school in a new city and make new friends. None of this comes easy to Colin, but he quickly finds a small group of like-minded role-playing friends that accept him for the slightly awkward teenager that he is. At the weekends as Sebastian, he battles to save Callum's reach from the dark, malevolent creatures that inhabit the brood forest as part of their weekly game. During the week, Colin, prone to overthinking everything, must learn to face his own demons as he battles to fit in at Ridge Valley High School. Can Colin put into practice some of the skills that his character is learning and make the same impact at school as Sebastian is in the Brood Forest? Can his weekly game help Colin in more ways than he realises? The only way to find out is to read the book and see if Colin can become the Warlock at Ridge Valley.